Warp crystals came in a variety of sizes, shapes and colors, but they all did the same thing. They teleported their masters from one place to another. What the dark education taught phases was that life as they knew it was only the structured half of the plane of existence. There are two sides to life's canvas. There is the painted side, the one we all experience in life, and then there is the back of the canvas, the void that only a select few can access. The crystals give us access to the void. Through it, we can travel speeds that are faster than light, transcend death, and explore the multiverse. Using a crystal is akin to ripping a hole into life's canvas and walking through it to the back, only to re-emerge through another hole in another section of the paint. This movement, or jump, to the non-detailed back of the canvas is beyond mortal understanding. But for phases, it is the galaxy's deepest secret. A secret that grants them immortality. Aurora Sin, Biographer It was a bright afternoon in Zalas, Vestalia, and Raffian VCA was darting through the city's streets, hopping from rooftop to rooftop, chasing his wife, Marion, in order to apologize. For the residents of the city of Zalas, it would have looked like a black shadow whisking by, but Raffian was more concerned with reaching his wife than to worry about spooking anyone. Before Marion could reach the exterior gates, Raffian jumped off a particularly tall structure, somersaulted several times, and landed in front of her, with his hands resting on her light hoverbike, preventing it from continuing forward. Marion had known that someone was trailing her, but was unaware it was her husband. Therefore, when he sprung, she was ready and flew off the bike with her last sword free. The wind produced a thick cloud of dust from the road, forcing her to shield her eyes as she moved in on her attacker. But she stopped short when she recognized the form of her husband, as he stood with his hands on her hoverbike. I could have killed you, Raffian. What the hell? I'm sorry. Raffian used his hand to fan away the dust as he approached the battle-ready Marion and hugged her tightly. She stayed rigid, and he knew that his earlier words were still on her mind. She looked up at his dark brown face. It was slightly obscured by the sand, but his teeth gleamed through, annoying her even more. She pushed him off, and his handsome features contorted into a mask of pure disappointment. Why would you say such a cold and callous thing to me, Raffian? The Lucan galaxy is my home. I have blood relatives on Tahira. Why would you say there is nothing left for me there? She was screaming at him as she powered down her sword and resheathed it. A crowd of onlookers came around to investigate the source of the yelling. As the citizens of Zalus approached the couple, Raffian felt embarrassed. I didn't mean it for it to come out that way he said. All I could think about was the great progress we've made here and how much it would hurt our cause if we were to lose you. Staring at him with disbelief, Marion walked up close to his tall frame so that only he could hear what she had to say. It's funny how life works, she said. She crossed her arms defensively, looking off to the side. I used to have a husband who adored me, I married a man who placed me above his war, his quest for revenge, and his organization. I had a husband who cared about saving people, all people, 
not just those from his beloved Vestalia. I had a husband who came into my world, my Lucan world, and helped a revolution grow so strong that it could take out a well-established empire. That husband would have heard me when I asked to return to my world, to check in on things, and he would have supported me. What happened to that man, Raffian? As she fought back the tears, Marion hopped back onto the hoverbike, then sped away towards their home. What the hell is wrong with me? Raffian asked himself, as he dusted off his clothes and ran after her.